that the Lord has made, let us rejoice and let us be exceedingly glad. Praise God. Hallelujah. Today is the day of new beginnings. Today is the day of a fresh start. Today is the day in which God shows himself mighty. God shows himself strong. Lift your hands with me right now in the name of Jesus. Just begin to praise him. Just begin to worship him. Just begin to glorify him. Just begin to magnify his name. Father God, you are good and your mercy endures forever. Father, we thank you that you are faithful. Father, we thank you that you are true. Thank you, Father God, for a fresh and filling of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father God, that we're not only filled, but you fill us up to the overflow, that we have more than enough, Father God. We thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. Fill us to the overflow, Father God. We want to run over, Father. We want to run over. We're about your business, about your ways, Father. Refresh us, renew us, strengthen us now in the name of Jesus. Father, you said you will receive the, the gift of the Holy Spirit. And Father, I thank you that we receive that gift and we are receiving a fresh new infilling of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. Fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit right now in the name of Jesus for service that we may be used mightily in these last days, Father God, that we might be used mightily in your service. Father, may you be glorified in all that we say and do. We are lights unto the world, Father God. We'll be lights and let our light so shine before men that they will see our marvelous works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. Father, may you be glorified. Father, you called us and filled us with the Holy Spirit. And Father, because we have the Holy Spirit, we are your witnesses. Father God, we're your witnesses locally. We're your re- uh, your witnesses regionally. We're your uh, your witnesses, Father God, nationally. We're your witnesses globally, Father God. We are your witnesses. We are your witnesses. We are your witnesses right now in the name of Jesus. May you be glorified this day, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray with thanksgiving. Let us all say amen. Say amen. That word amen means so be it. Everything we've prayed, so be it. Everything you said, so be it. Everything you've been believing for God, so be it. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Man, good morning, good morning, good morning. Man, there's a rhema word. There's a right now word. I know the word that's going to go forth this morning is going to ultimately change your life forever. Ignite to Life Depot is a a, a life-giving church. We teach the word inside and out. We teach the word in season. We teach the word out of season. Why? Because the word always works. I said the word always works. The word always works, but the word only works when you work it. The word only works when you work it, man. And if I was to give this message a title, that's the title of this message today. It works if you work it. It works if you work it in the name of Jesus. So we're going to jump right in this morning. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Healing, healing, healing in the ears right now. You've been having, you've been having ear pains. You've been having ear aches. Healing in your, we, we, we command healing to those ears right now in the name of Jesus. That, that vertigo, vertigo, you go now. Go now in the name of Jesus. I command you to go as a man anointed by God. I command you to go right now within the name of Jesus with the authority given unto me by Almighty God, I command healing in your ears right now. Vertigo, I command you to go right now. Ear, in balance, I command you to go and to cease and desist 
right now in the name of Jesus. Death ears are opening right now. Death ears. Death ears. You couldn't hear well. It sounded like your hearing was going. I speak to those ears right now in the name of Jesus. Hearing is restored. I command hearing to be restored in those ears, right? Eyes are being opened. Eyes are being opened. Your eyes are being, your vision has been getting dim. But God says right now, he's healing eyes. He's healing eyes. He's healing eyes. He says, I'm not only healing natural eyes, he says, but I'm healing spiritual eyes. So he says, I'm giving you eyes to see. He says, I'm giving you ears to hear. He says, so that you may have hearts that are open and ready to receive the word of God, that you may be doers of his word and not hearers only. So ears, natural ears and natural eyes, as well as spiritual ears and spiritual eyes are healed and open and restored to like new status now in the name of Jesus. If that's you, say amen. Say, I receive it. Say this, I take it. I take my new my ears that I may hear. I take new eyes that I may see. And my heart is open and ready to receive the word of God in the name of Jesus. God just doesn't do it. You and God working together in unison brings about the results. As he says this again. He says, it works if you work it. Say it with me. It works if you work it. Glory be to God. So healing Healing eyes, healing, healed ears this morning. Man, if, if you were, man, send your testimony into us at info at ignitedepot.com. It's info at ignitedepot.com. We love to hear from you, hear what God is doing in your life in the name of Jesus. So we're going to jump right in. We're going to make our declaration and we're going to jump right into the word of God. I guarantee you the word tonight will change your life forever ever if you get a hold of it in jesus name all right this morning sorry it will change your life forever if you get a hold of it in the name of jesus so here we go the, this is my declaration this is the declaration the lord told me to speak every time i minister and we're going to do it in obedience to his word it says in his quoted isaiah 61 and 1 it says this that the spirit of the lord god is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek, He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captain, to open to the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, and to comfort all who mourn, to appoint it to them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beautiful ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaven, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So if you have heaviness going on with you right now, lift your hands with me right now in the name of Jesus. Get your garment of praise right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank God and praise you. We praise you, Father God, for your goodness. We praise you, Father God, for your faithfulness. We praise you, Father God, for your love. We praise you, Father God, for your faithfulness. We praise you, Father God, for your compassion. We praise you, Father God, for your mercy and for your grace. We praise you, Father God, for waking us up this morning. We praise you, Father God, for keeping us in our right mind. We praise you, Father God, for never leaving us nor forsaking us. We praise you, Father God, for healing this this morning. We praise you, Father God, for open ears. We praise you for open eyes. We praise you, Father God, for open hearts. We praise you, Father God, for joy this in the Lord. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. We praise you, Father God, in your heart. We praise you, Lord God. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. And Father God, as a result of that praise, the spirit of heaviness is being broken. Its hold is being broken 
offer you right now in the name of Jesus. As you begin to praise, as you begin to worship him, as you begin to glorify his name, the spirit of heaviness is broken off of you right now in the name of Jesus. In fact, spirit of heaviness, we break your power. We break your hold off of them right now in the name of Jesus. We declare that they receive the joy of the Lord, for the joy of the Lord is their strength. And as they praise God, and as they worship him, and as you glorify him, Guess what? The the heaviness, it goes, it goes, it dissipates, it dries up, it dies, it goes, it goes, it goes now in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. He says that he says that praise for the spirit of heaven, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Hallelujah. He says this. He says that they shall build the old waste and they shall raise up the former desolations and they shall repair the waste cities, the desolation of many generations. Father God in heaven, we give you glory, honor and praise and thank you this morning. Father God, we thank you for this word. We thank you, Father God, for this is the day which you have made. We will rejoice and we will be exceedingly glad. Father, we praise you, Father God. We worship you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We give you all the honor, all the glory, all the praise that is due your name. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to get into your word. We know that a word from you is void of power. We know, Father God, that your word goes forth and brings about result. We know, Father God, that your word will go forth and bring forth the harvest that it was sent for the purpose it was sent forth to bring in the name of Jesus. Let our preaching and teaching not be with enticing words of man's wisdom, but let it be in demonstration of spirit and of power. In demonstration of spirit and power. Of spirit and power. That the faith of the people lie not in the wisdom of men, but in the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we covenant with you for miracles, signs, and wonders as you as you already begin to demonstrate. We ask that you continue to move up and down each and every highway. Touch each and every person. Touch each and every household right now. Everyone who's listening to me under the sound of my voice. Father God, let their lives forever be changed by this word today. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise for it. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Let us all say amen. Go ahead and say amen or so be it. Man, I'm telling you. Right now, the spirit of the Lord is so heavy in this room. He says, I'm opening up deaf ears. He says, I'm opening up deaf ears. He says, go, 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 go. He said, there have been people whose hearing has become dull because of all the stuff, all the information, all the junk that you have allowed to clog your ears up with everything else but the word of God. And we're going to talk to about this that this today that it works. It works if you work it. It works if you work it in the name of Jesus. Now, turn me over to Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10 verse number 8 is a very familiar scripture for many who are in this circle, but very but I want to I want to jump in it right quick. We're going to jump on that word we're not going to mess around at all in the name of Jesus. Now, it says this. Everything with God begins with the word. Everything with God begins with the word. Romans chapter 10, verse number 8 says this. It says, but what saith it? The word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. 
that if you will confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. The word saved means healed, delivered, set free, made whole. So the moment you begin to, once you get that word and you confess that word, that Jesus is Lord. You confess with your mouth the word that you believe in your heart. You confess out of your mouth the word that is in your heart. You confess out of your mouth Jesus is Lord. And as you, and he says, and those who do and believe that he, he rose from the dead, and you shall be healed. You confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, that you confess that you are delivered. You confess with your mouth what you believe in your heart, that you are set free. That is it's a biblical principle. He says, for with the heart, man believes, resulting in righteousness, and with with the mouth, confession is made, resulting in salvation. So what is he saying? He says, you, you believe in your heart what you confess out of your mouth. You will confess out of your mouth what you believe in your heart. You will confess out of your mouth what is actually in your heart, not what's in your head, but you will confess out of your mouth what's actually in your heart. Why do you say that? Because it tells you this is how it works. And remember, he says the word of God is near you. The word is not the, the word that is the word of faith, which we preach. Now, what is the what is faith? Well, uh, how does faith even come? Well, Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says it. He says, so faith comes from hearing. Let's stop right there. Faith comes from hearing. Now, that word faith right there in the Greek is the word pistis. That word means persuasion, moral conviction, truth itself, assurance, belief. So whatever it is that you're persuaded by, whatever your moral convictions are, whatever you call your truth, what you say is truth, whatever is your assurance and your belief all comes by what you hear. It doesn't matter what it is. You can have faith in something that goes totally contrary to what God's word says. And the only way you are able to get that faith is because of what it is that you are hearing. And that's why God says at the very beginning, he says, people have become dull of hearing because of all the other information, all the other arguments, theories, and reasonings that are that they're hearing, hearing every single day that's coming in and it's choking the word of God out. He's not even talking about unbelievers. He's talking about believers. It talks about it in, in Mark chapter 14. It talks about one of the ways that the adversary comes and steals the word after the word is spoken. It says, he says, that it's called thorny ground. What happens in thorny ground? They have heard the word. They receive the word, but they get caught up in the cares of this world. The cares are the worries, are the concern, are the activities of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and lust of other things. And what does that do? Those things come in and it chokes the word out. Now, the word is there, but you have more information about the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and lust of everything. other things come in and it makes the word of God a no effect. Why? Because you're, you have more faith in what it is that you're hearing about the cares of the world, the deceitfulness, the riches, and lust of other things, and that is where you're, you're persuaded, and that's where your convictions are, and that's where your, your, what you say is truth 
comes from and that's where your assurance and beliefs come from you hear a lot of people walking around here talking about i i live life according to my truth my friend I, let me help you there is no my truth because if your truth does not is not lined up with the truth see you have your truth and then there is the truth it's jesus says this in john chapter 14 he says he says i am the way the truth and the life i am not only the way i am the truth i am the light no man comes to the father but by me he also says in john 17 17 he says father sanctify them by thy truth your word is truth so jesus is the word manifested in the flesh jesus the word of god is truth so if your truth is not connected to the truth then you are living in deception and how did you get off into having what people the world calls their own truth this principle their persuasion their moral conviction their truth itself or assurance came by what it is that they heard even if what they hear is deception even if what they hear is so far from the word of god i mean i mean a cni dog can see that is you're off and you can't receive it because you're totally persuaded to totally convinced that what you believe is true now what 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 about the things of god it says it works if you work it the word of god will work if you work it but you got to make sure that your faith is coming it says this at verse 17 it says faith comes assurance conviction truth assurance and belief comes from hearing and hearing by the word of god or the rhema word so when you spend enough time in the written word you will hear a rhema word the rhema word is a spoken word or a word of revelation that, that gives you a greater insight a comprehensive insight into what that word means to you and how you are to apply it to your everyday life see it's kind of like this at the beginning of the year we receive the word of the lord the word of the lord is that the blessing the lord's blood this is the year of the lord's blessing and favor and many people heard that word and we gave them the, you know the, the scripture of uh, proverbs chapter 10 verse 22 talking about how the blessing of the lord it makes you rich and addeth no sorrow with it or no amount of toiling can increase it now when you heard that word remember everything with god starts with the word so when you heard that word what did you do when you heard that word you heard it that day did you go back and do uh, joshua chapter one and eight where it says the word of God, the word, he says, this book of the law should not depart out of your mouth, but you should meditate in it day and night. What does meditate mean? It means you're pondering and you're muttering it over and over and over to yourself. And remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the rhema word of God. So what happens? When you hear the word, the blessing of the Lord, it makes me rich and adds no sorrow with it. Hmm. The blessing of the Lord, it makes me rich and adds no sorrow with it. Huh. The blessing of the Lord, it makes me rich and adds no sorrow with it. And the more you begin to mutter it or meditate on it, what happens? 
you meditate on it day and night to you observe or you can see yourself doing what that word says. So what happens is when you continue to say it over and over and over again to yourself, what happens? You begin to get what's known as a revelation or you'll get a, re a revelation knowledge of that word and then you will hear a spoken word, a rhema word on what does that mean to you and how do you act out on that word? See, nothing with God happens without you. God doesn't just come in and go hocus pocus and he does a whole lot of things. No, it's you and God in, in conjunction with one another that brings about the results. Every, but you got to understand, everything with God starts with the word. Now, we heard last week about how, man, the blessing of the Lord, it makes us rich and adds no sorrow with it. But God also told us there was a purpose. See, we see this when he was even talking to Abraham. Abraham did not just go and do stuff. Abraham had to first receive the word of God. He could not act on it. The word would not work for him if he did not work the word. Again, it works if you work it. It won't work if you don't work it. I hear people say, man, the word of God don't work. It's not the fact the word of God doesn't work. You did not work the word. And as a result, you did not get the results that the word promised you, even though it was made available to you. It says in Hebrews chapter four, it says the, the word preached did not benefit the children of Israel, not because the, the works were not, weren't done, because the works had been finished from the foundation of the world. But the word that was spoken, the word that was preached, the word was, which was sown in him, the word that was given to them did not benefit them because it wasn't mixed with persuasion, faith, moral conviction, truth, assurance, or belief. They didn't believe it. And because they didn't believe it, they did not act, do their part to bring it to pass. What's your part? First of all, you got to receive the word. Second of all, you have to believe it. See, if you don't, if you won't receive it, you won't believe it. Sometimes people, we talked about this a few weeks ago about the four types of ground. You have one type of ground or one type of person who sits in church or hears the word. They hear the word. They won't even receive it. The second type of person is they hear the word, they received it, but when, when tests, trials, and tribulation and persecution comes, they become offended and they cast the word away. They throw the word off. Then the third person type of person was the one we talked about earlier who they received the word, they, they received the word, they even believed the word, they even began to do the word, but they, because of the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and lust of other things, they're so focused on those things, it comes in and it begins to choke the word of God out. But then you have that fourth type. This is all found in Mark chapter 4 and 14 through 18. Verse 18 talks about the person who's good ground. That person hears the word. That person receives the word. That person believes the word. That person begins to act out on the word. That person begins to talk about the word. And they have an earnest expectation to see the results. And guess what happens? They get exactly what it is that the word says because they've meditated on the word until they got revelation on that word, until they got a rhema on that word, and then they began to be 
doers of the word of God. The word works if you work it. Turn to your neighbor. Neighbor, the word of God works if you work it. Turn to somebody else and say, the word of God works if you work it. And point to yourself and say, hey, I won't let you know. The word of God works if you work it. How do you know? Turn with me over to Genesis chapter 12. Glory be to God. The word works if you work it. Genesis chapter 12, God sent his word to Abraham, and this was the word he gave him. He says this, he says, now the Lord said to Abram, go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great, and so you shall be a blessing, and I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you will be cursed and if and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed now abram heard the word but how many people know it's not just enough to hear it you have to hear it you have to receive it you have to believe it you begin to say it out of your mouth talk about it say back to god what god has said to you and then what happens and then you act like it's so. You begin to act out on what it is. Now, when Abram had that, heard that word, he left. He obeyed God partially because he told him to get away from his family and away from his kindred. And what did he do? He took his nephew Lot with him, even though God told him, don't get away from your family. Because God knew that what, what was in Lot was going to cause Abram to, it wasn't going to stop him. But it, how many times people know it can bring unnecessary consequences that you don't need in your life simply because you did not obey the word of God? God's word always works if you work it. How do you know? Jesus is an, another example in John chapter 14, verse 10. Jesus says is talking to his disciples. He says this. Jesus says this in verse 10. Do you not believe that I am in the Father? And the Father is in me. The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own initiative, but the Father abiding in me, he does his work. What happened? Jesus is saying, the words that I speak, these are not even my own words. Who gave him the word? The Father gave the word. And when Jesus heard the word, he received the word, he believe the word he spoke the word he spoke the word and he act, act, acted out on the word the father did the work god did not do it all on his own why because the, he, god created the heavens and the earth he kept the heavens he gave the earth to man and man has a responsibility he has the authority and he has god gets his expression or rulership in the earth through a man god gets his rulership in the earth through a man so in order for god to get things done in the earth he first sends his word to a man or a woman that man or woman is to hears that word that man or woman receives that word that man or woman believes that word and then that man or woman begins to speak back to god what god has said to them when you're operating according to the kingdom of God, you hear the word of God 
a word, you get into God's word, God will speak a word to you. When you get that word, you hear the word, you receive that word, you believe that word, you begin to say back to God what God has said unto you. The kingdom of God is voice activated. You can't just sit there and say nothing and expect something to happen. It does not work that way. And then even after you say it, then you have to act out on whatever it is God told you to do. You can't just come up with some stuff. You got to stay there long enough to hear what did God say to do concerning this situation and circumstance. Because what's happening is, is you got a lot of people going out there doing a whole lot of squirrely stuff that God never told them to do. And they're wondering why they're getting their head knocked around because they're because they're doing things God never told them to do. God is only responsible to watch over his own word. How do you know? Because that's what he said in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12. It says this. He says, Then the Lord said to me, talking about Jeremiah, You have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. God is obligated to watch over his word that he gave you to perform it. He doesn't just do anything you say you have see prayer is not to change god prayer is for you to get in to get in communication with god get in conversation with god find out what it is he wants you to say what is he wants you to do what is it that he wants you to stop saying what is it that he wants you to stop doing why why i mean you know why do i have to get before god why do i have to spend time in his word why do i have to sit under the word of god why do i have to go to church and and, and get the word of god and everything because one because that's what his words is he says don't forsake this assembly yourselves together as as it ought to be especially as the times get we get closer and closer to the end you it's no so i hear people say you know i have my own relationship with god and i don't need to be in any organized uh religion well it's not about religion all you're doing is being obedient to what the word of god says he says i've given unto you i've given unto you gifts i've given unto you apostles prophets evangelists pastors and teachers to do what to help to grow you up to mature you so that you can do the works of the ministry to edify and grow the body of Christ. Jesus already knew everything that was going to happen in 2020, 2021, 2019, 2022, 2026, 2030, if we're still here. He already knew everything that was going to go on. And guess what he says? I'm going to give you, according to Jeremiah chapter 3 and 15, I'm going to give you pastors after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding so you can do what? So you can get the word of God so you can build your faith or your persuasion or your conviction, your assurance and your beliefs based off of the word of, by hearing the word of God. And then when you go home, you're going to meditate on the word that you hear and you're going to meditate on it, meditate on it, meditate on it until you do what? Until you are able to see yourself doing the word and then you will get a revelation of that word and you will get a rhema word, a spoken word to tell you exactly what to do. What happens is, this is what his son Elsie said. He says, what happened is, is you come to church on Sunday, you write your notes down. He said, but most people never go back 
over those notes. And most, he says, most people don't spend enough time meditating on the word that they got that day. What they do is they, they get that word. They think they have some, some information, a, a revelation on it, and they set it to the side. And then all week long, he said, he showed me that he said all week long, they're piling on, piling on, piling on, piling on so much word that by the time you got back there next Sunday, before the man and woman of God, you can't even remember what they talked about last week. You haven't even applied any of that word to your life. <clears throat> you haven't you haven't even got a revelation enough on it. You haven't spent enough time on it that you can make your way prosper. Because that's what Joshua 1 A says. It says, when you meditate on this word day and night to the point where you can observe or see yourself doing it, he says, and then you, by doing the word, will make your way prosperous, and you, by doing the word, will have good success. But if you lightly esteem the word, or if you despise the word, or if you don't put enough time into it, you will say the word doesn't work, even though he's telling you my word works every single time. But those who will work it. He says, the first thing I do is I send my word. Everything with God begins with the word. Your faith in whatever it is that you believe comes by hearing the word. We had the word of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord makes us rich and has no sorrow with it. He even gave Abram. He sent, gave Abram a word about being a blessing. But Abram also had a part that he had to leave his family in order for that word to come to pass. Jesus got the word. He spent time with the Father. He received the word from the Lord. And when he received the word from the Lord, he heard it. He received it. He believed it. He said back to God what God said to him. He acted out on what it is that God told him to do. And God was the one who performed the works because God always watches over his word to perform it. He's not responsible for what speak, watching over the word that you perform, that you speak. Even if it's a word is written in his word, if he was not the one who told you, that's what you say concerning that situation. Jesus didn't just do whatever he wanted to do. He always sought the father first, found out what the father said to do, and then he went forth to do it. And what do you have to do in, these, in this time? If you want the word of God to work for you, you have got to do the exact same thing. First of all, you got to get before God and get the word. Then you got to spend time meditating on that word. Then you got to meditate on that word to the point where you can see yourself doing that word. And when you begin to see yourself doing that word and you act out on what it is you believe, God will hasten. He will. He's watching over that word to perform it. But we already found out in Hebrews chapter four, the works were done from the very foundation of the earth. The works was already done. All we're doing is getting in agreement with what it is God has already said. So then what God, he's watching over his word to perform it. And the reason why he has to do that, he says, because and according to Jeremiah chapter 10 and 23, he says, man does not know his way. He don't know what he's doing. Man don't know what he's doing. He says this. He says, oh, Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in a man that walketh to direct his step. A man does not know what he's doing. A man or woman does not know what he's doing apart from God. 
A man or woman does not know what they're doing apart from God. So when you see somebody trying to make their own way, you already know they have no clue what it is they're doing if their truth is not linked up to the truth. And Jesus is the truth. In fact, he says in, in Psalms 119 and 133, he says that he will order your steps, order your steps in his word that you will not, that not, that, and let not any iniquity have dominion over you. When you allow God to order your steps according to his word, you he will not allow any iniquity to have dominion over you. Why? Because God's word, and according to uh, uh, Psalms 119, God's word is forever established. God's word is forever settled. In other words, God's word doesn't change. God doesn't change. His word never changes. His word is the same today, yesterday, and forever. His word will work if you work it. It will work if you work it. He goes on and says that his word gives light. And according to Psalms 119 and 105, he says, your word is a lamp and to my feet, your word is a light and to my path. So what? So that you don't stumble and fall. His word works if you work it. It also says this. It says in Psalms 119 and 130, it says, it says, the entrance of his word gives light. The entrance of his word gives revelation. The entrance of his word gives insight. The entrance of his word gives insight. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Remember, man does not understand his ways. Man does not know what he's supposed to do. But the word of God, which is the truth, already has a way. He already has already made a way. He's already made a way of escape. He's already made it where you are able to conquer. He's already made it where you are able to prosper. He's already made a way. And the only thing he's asking you to do is work the word. Work the word. Say that with me. Work the word. The word of God always works if you work the word. It doesn't work if you don't work it. It doesn't work if you don't work it. It works if you work it. So everything with God begins with the word. And we'll go back to the very beginning. Same thing with salvation. It says the word of God is near you, even in your heart and in your mouth. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be healed. You shall be delivered. You shall be saved. You shall be made whole. So if you're ready to make a decision to make Jesus the Lord of your life, I've already given you the word in order for you to be able to do that. What do you have to do? You've heard the word. Now you have to receive the word. You have to believe it. And now I'm going to give you an opportunity to speak it and act out on what it is that you say you believe. Are you ready? Even if you walked away from God and you want to make a fresh start, man, there's nothing like starting over again. We'll give you opportunity to do that tonight as well. I'll give you opportunity to do that this morning as well. Sorry. Uh, this morning as well. And also, if you just want to say, you know what? I think I'm right, but I want to, I want assurance that I'm right. Man, let's go ahead and get into it right now in the name of Jesus. Say this with me. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I do believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe he died for me on the cross and carried my sins for me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. 
and save me now. I make you the Lord of my life. I believe that God raised you from the dead and you're sitting at his right hand right now. I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and I believe in my heart unto righteousness that I am saved, that I'm healed, that I'm delivered, I'm made whole right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, if you if you pray that prayer for the very first time, I want to welcome you back into the family. Welcome you into the kingdom of God. Welcome you into right right relationship with, with the Father now in the name of Jesus. Now you ask, what do I do next? Man, now that you receive Jesus as Lord, what do you have to do? You got to do exactly what we're talking about. You got to get in a word-based church to learn about the death, burial, resurrection of God, about the kingdom, I mean, about the death, death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, learn about the kingdom of God, about the love of God, and how everything with God starts and ends with his word. Man, we believe Ignite to Life is that place for you. And if you'd like to join us, man, we'd love to have you every Saturday evening at 5 p.m. We'd love to have you every Saturday evening at 5 p.m. Come and join us right here in Fabulous Greeley, Ontario. Hey, if you're too far away, you just catch us on the broadcast again every Saturday at 5 p.m. And also, if you want to catch us, you want to go back and watch us again. Remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. You can go back and watch this again and listen to it and meditate on the scriptures that have been given so that you can become doers of that word and not hearers only. Well, on behalf of Minister Juen and myself and the entire nation, I want to thank you for joining us this morning. We'll see you next time. God bless you. Bye-bye.